Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Beast. Hello and welcome to Two in the Think Tank, the show where we come up with five sketch ideas. Five sketch ideas. I'm Andy. Really? Well, okay, today I'll play Alistair George William Trombley Virtual and... Good day to you, Andy, mm, mate. And a cheers cob to you too. A very we're, we're doing a very warm cheers cob to all our yes, listeners. Well, we're bringing you this episode of Two in the Think Tank from Down Under. Ah, <laughs> two in the Think Tank, Down Under. Down Under. Yes. Yeah. Yes, after the uh, success of Two this. in the Think Tank uh, Euro trip. Yeah. Um, well, and now we're going to, yeah, we're just trying to revitalize the whole franchise. Mm, mm. And um, we are, yeah, and so we're going to do it from down under. And I guess you'll, you might hear a few, you know, you might hear a few sights and scenes. You might even hear, yeah, you might hear some sights definitely mm-hmm. from, <laughs> from different places you might know about in the Antipodes. Well, isn't every, every, isn't, look. How about this, Alastair? How about this for a great idea? Mm-hmm. The Earth spins in space. Okay. Right? Yeah. Now, imagine this. Imagine this. The Earth is a big a big circle, right? Spinning in space. Yep. Sounds to me like an alien civilization could come along. What we think they're doing, right? They've got they come along with an enormous spike, right? And they lower it onto the surface of the mm-hmm. Earth and drag it across. You know, from space. So as we spin, it scours yeah. its way across the planet, knocking yeah, over knocking buildings creeps. and bouncing off things like that. And we think it's an stuff. attack. We think it's a, it's a, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a weapon of destruction. Yeah. Turns That's out what I would they're think. a an audiophile species from another planet oh, and with to an enormous uh, stylus needle, and they're actually just listening. To the surface of our planet. Ah, oh, they're an old analog species. Mm, exactly. <laughs> they love that warmth of the sound mm. that they get from listening to a to a people. We're right. here. They're here to listen, and mm. uh, unfortunately, um, yeah, we get uh, we oh. all get killed. Oh no! But, but, well, but did they, there's probably they're probably streaming it. And back at home, people mm. that's really getting that tingle going in people's heads. Oh, they're loving people, it. From people who are like remem- remembering that sound from when their parents uh, took them on holidays, and you know, to were. just to, to li- listen to other planets and things yeah. like that. And yeah, and they're all going like, "Oh, I remember that when I used to have the time to go out and." <laughs> stick my needle into planets and listen exactly 
Exactly. You know, people used to listen to a whole planet back then. They didn't just listen to a continent from here and a continent from there. No, a whole planet is meant to be listened to as one thing. It's a concept planet. That's right. That's a place where people have attention spans. They can listen to a full 24 hours of a Mm. planetary 24 hours, of course. (laughs) Yeah. Now, um, of course, these days, if you had these kids, you took some of these kids, Mm. you know, these kids that we've got these days. No, I know about the ones you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. You take them halfway across the galaxy to find a planet and uh, you stick your needle into it. Mm. They barely listen to a city. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what with the attention spans being what they are. That's right. Um, um, is also, this a sketch idea? <laughs> I mean, I'm just going to go. I mean, it's something. Yeah, uh, there's species. alien audio files. All right. I know, Alistair. But, wait. Oh, well, you got something? Okay. I've got, I've got a great idea. I, I foreshadowed yeah. this idea to you before the podcast starts. Yeah. Right. And this is my idea tactical sleepwear. Right? Tactical sleepwear. Yeah. You know how you can, you know, um, guys at the moment, you can market all sorts of tactical shit to them. Tactical clothes with, you know, with, with reinforced yeah. bits in the crotch and that kind of stuff. So people mm-hmm. can kick you in the dick heaps more and, it's, and your pants don't get worn out. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Well, this is tactical sleepwear. And the best thing about this is the name, pajama. Right? It's what is it? Pajama. It's P-Y-J-A, how do you spell armor? A-R-M-O-U-R. Pajama. Oh, yeah, and I was going to say pajarmi. Yeah, no. I mean, that pajarmi, could be... <laughs> pajarmi ca- camo. Pajami fatigues. Yeah, yeah, well, for when you're very fatigued. Uh, put on your pajama. And sleep hard, defeat tiredness on the field of slumber. Mm. It's, it's, you know, it's got, um, I guess, what, like Kevlar reinforced back for lying Mm. down intensely. You know, it'd be good to have like a catapult. Mm, To shoot you into bed. bed. Well, I mean, that would be good. But, I mean, it, it, you could, I mean, I guess, suppose if you were doing your stretches, which I suppose if you're in the army, yeah, you would. Oh, right? yeah. You but have you've a got to stretch before war. Yeah, you got to stretch before most war. Of the, most of the injuries during war come from not warming up properly before a battle. A lot of people think it's bullet, no. bullets and bu- No, no, that's and not like it at all. Like a lot of it's self-inflicted. Yeah. Enemy fire from within your own body. Ah, uh, um, friendly fire. Let's say... There's a catapult. That's right. Friendly fire. <laughs> the opposite of what you but, said. But really, I just I was telling it how it is. Mm. It's you know your friend quickly becomes your enemy the moment they shoot at you. They do. It's true. <laughs> I would you say know. it was friendly up until the moment p- the bullet pierced the skin, but after that mm. it became enemy fire very quickly. Yeah. Um, but I was suggesting there's a catapult um, that the like, you know, sort of like, you know, you, you know, the beam and then there's the cup, right? The kind of mm. spoon bowl. Mm. Um, yeah. Well, the, the, the beam starts at the crotch. Okay. Right? And then and then it goes all the way down to the foot. Yes. 
And while you're stretching out your, your legs, you rest your head in that cup between the legs. Right? And then when hang it's on, re- hang on, ready hang for on. sleep. No, I'm not. I've, you've lost okay. me. You, you, okay, so you've got to bend your head down, I guess. So, well, you know what stretching is, right? Yeah. No. I, okay, Alistair. So, no, no, it's okay. But there are lots of different um, ways that you can stretch your legs. I know, so you're I've right. got to be, make right. sure I I'm apologize. visualizing this right. I've, I'm gonna, I'm gonna re-describe it to help you. Thank right? you. You're sitting down. Yes. On your bed. Yes. Right. Your legs um, are out in front sitting, of you. Your legs are out in front of you, and then you're bending forward yes. to touch your toes. Yes. Right. But now. You've got your head in between your feet, mm. okay, and then you and in in between your feet is the the, the, <laughs> right. the spoon. And cup. you rest your face into that, and you rest your face in there. And when you're ready for sleep, yeah, after you've had enough of a stretch, <laughs> you pull a lever next to your leg, and it catapults <laughs> you back in your <laughs> into your pillow, and your head hits the pillow, and it really hits, and, and the pillow knows and, it's been hit. That's a KO. <laughs> no, that is absolutely. Yeah, you could. I mean, I would love to see KOs employed in war, mm. where people, um, you knock out a whole army. Mm. But 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 um, also in but in you know bed, what? in in sleep. Yes, but also Andy, mm. in war, like in any very big challenge, what is really the biggest enemy? Um. Uh, boredom? No, yourself. Ah, uh, sure. You see, and so hopefully, well, once I you've am done your stretch, myself, you, so. you also, you get flung back into sleep, sleeping position, mm. right? And your brain probably hits the side of your, your, the inside yes. of your skull. With any luck. At such a velocity that it knocks you out and you go straight to sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I think... <laughs> Now, often people wake up after oh, a concussion. I've got another, whatever, I've got another great idea. I've got another great idea. <laughs> after not too long, tactical sleepwear. Um, better than tactical sleepwear? That, yeah. Um, but then often people wake up, but after they've been knocked out, but they feel like they've been out for ages. Mm. Right? Yeah. And so then you wake up and then you go back to sleep. Mm. And... There's, you know, there's no better feeling than waking up and seeing on the clock that there's a whole bunch of time left until you wake up. You've got up. a full night's sleep right? ahead of you. Imagine waking up after feeling that you have already had a big sleep and realizing you only went to bed seconds ago. Mm. Yeah, I mean, that's great. My friend uh, Nick in university yeah. taught me a, ta- a, a technique, a tactic for eating toasties which is where you slice them in half, but you slice one of the halves a lot bigger than the other half. You eat the small half first. And it I got to tell you, it genuinely is a thrill when you've eaten half a toasty and you realize you have more than half a toasty left. That's <laughs> it's, a, it's a big one, Andy. It's a big one. I reckon the last time you told that story was in the first three years of the podcast. No, so I've there's told, been... I've told that before, have I? Andy, yeah. Andy. It doesn't matter. People, not everybody is, 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 is listened to the whole thing. And the fact that I remember is only a miracle a in itself. Um, yeah. Uh, so here's another idea for you, Alistair. Yeah. Getting, you know, 
a lot of people have uh, need sleeping tablets to help them go to sleep. Okay. This is going to be a whole sleep episode, by the way. Yeah. Uh, what about people oh, who wait, can't? Wait, are you about to suggest a sleeping enema? <laughs> no. I... Okay. No, I can't. Uh, but I'm interested in it, Alastair. I don't know. I'm interested. Vapor rub or so something. So it's sort of like the opposite that, of a know? coffee enema, is it? It's the opposite, yeah. Yeah. So what it's is it chamomile. like? It's a chamomile enema. <laughs> it's, a ca- it's very good. It's a chamomile <laughs> and dandelion enema. <laughs> it sends your your bowel straight to sleep. Mm. Imagine that. You sleep, Which but your bowel worrying. is awake all night. You go to the doctor. I say, I, they say, you say, oh, look, I don't know what's wrong with me. And they do run every test and they say, your bowel has insomnia. Your bowel is exhausted. Bowel somnia. Yeah, you. Yeah, you're sleeping, but your 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 bowel is up all night. Um, <laughs> I don't know what it's doing. <laughs> I, don't know what, I don't know. I can't imagine. But we're gonna. But while turning you sleep, over we're gonna the put... turds of the day. Um. Well, I guess how do they make them all smooth like that? So smooth. You you got smooth ones too? God, mine are so smooth. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes it's true, isn't it? Sometimes they got a very well, different can't... texture. Oh, look, it's. I think, um, I think, mine are as varied as the mm. as the people in the beautiful country of Australia. Ah, um, yes. <laughs> You're listening to two in the think tank down under. Think tank down under. <laughs> Aussie edition. Um, <laughs> what was your recent idea? Oh, okay. <laughs> says having a good time. Uh, it was, you know, some people can't get to sleep without sleeping tablets of some kind. What about this? People who can't get to sleep without being choked out by an MMA fighter. Mm. That's the only way. It's it's you know they've got they've got insomnia, and oh, I feel like we might have done this with really? a really oh, yeah well. with like there a guy go. who who got his girlfriend to do it every night. Oh, oh, that's cute. Yeah. Well, this one's kind of a full. A this one's a full MFA fighter. This is a a <laughs> real pro. Yeah, well, they they have they have women fighters as well. Yeah. Okay. So you're saying that could be the girlfriend. The girlfriend is the girlfriend a, could be an MMA fighter. Could be. I mean, um, that's one of the Holly Holmes. That's one of yeah. the joys of having a an MMA fighter girlfriend. That they don't tell you about. One of the benefits is that you can get her to choke you out every night. And God, that's just there's nothing like it. I imagine it would just, be it would be so nice. Just such a loving act of somebody. Um, mm, you know, mm. let's say you're married to Amanda Nunes or sure. Nunes or whatever her name. And uh, she, she, you know, you say, you say, good night, honey. You kiss her on the cheek and she <laughs> says, good night, darling, like that. Sweet and she kind of wraps her arm around you yeah. like that, and then locks it in with her other <laughs> arm and gets it right under your chin and pulls up and you kind of struggle a little bit. But eventually your body goes limp. It goes limp, yeah. Like that. And she then tucks she you in. <laughs> lets you down, kisses you on the forehead. You know, maybe lifts the sheet and looks at your body yeah. and goes, I can't believe I married this guy. 
Yeah. Like in a good way. In a good way, like, right. Oh, okay, I was going to say. Can't believe how, how lucky I am, you know? Yeah. God, that's that's beautiful. That's a really beautiful thing. And then he wakes up three seconds later and goes, can't believe I still got a full night's <laughs> sleep to go. Thanks, Amanda Nunes. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say, referring to your beloved by their full name, very funny. Sure. Especially yeah. if they are a celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think where I heard that was once on Oprah, Tyra Banks was on there and she was talking about how guys would go on dates with her and they would keep, they kept calling her Tyra Banks. <laughs> Oh my God, Tower Banks! Man, it's so nice to have you here. <laughs> That's really funny, though. Yeah. Look, I imagine going on a date with Tyra Banks would. I'd probably do that as well. I'd probably call her the celebrity. I'd probably refer to her as the celebrity Tyra Banks, television's right, Tyra Banks. So that you don't sound too, uh, too familiar as yeah, well. Like that's you know, right. you still kind of like well. You know, he's still got that innocence of mm. of just a boy who's, you know, dating spent a little bit of time in, in 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 Australia. You know, yeah, that's the right. Country. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, down here, down the great southern land. Yeah, uh, uh, see her hungry eyes. This is on a date, you know, <laughs> and her hungry th- something else. Great southern am I, land. Am I seeing this to Tara Banks? <laughs> See her hungry eyes. <laughs> Tara Banks goes on, goes on Oprah and says, yeah, guys, they always sing great southern land to me on dates. <laughs> Standing at the limit of an endless ocean, stranded like a runaway lost at have you looked up the lyrics or are you is this off the top of the dome? Um no, I don't no, but it does go. I hear the sound of the strangers' voices. I see their hungry eyes. Their hungry eyes, great southern land. Mm. Yeah. Who's that oh, by? I think maybe uh Ice House. Ice House, really? Yeah, wow. Yeah. Okay. I always get that yeah, confused with um we watch the lightning crack over cane fields snuff and think this is Australia. Oh yeah, by, what is that song? That is Sounds of Ven by Ganga Jang. Yeah, right. I believe. Oh yeah, you see there's not enough people who put the the name of the country that they're in mm. when they're singing. Mm. Well, I that's think, why we're for, I think that happens a bit in America. Oh yeah, that's true. Well, that's why we're fixing that, especially with this podcast. Mm. That's right. Um, um, I think the reason why I had see her hungry eyes was because in high school we did we did this at a performance and we had made it about one of the teachers and and it was about her husband and that we had called it great smothered man. <laughs> okay, tell me more about this. Was she a you know a larger lady? She wasn't even she wasn't even that large. Okay, but was but I guess that's what that's what the joke was at the time. Yeah, okay. didn't, you know. <laughs> and in, when, yeah. in, where, where was this? Where did this performance occur? 
oh, we didn't do the performance like that. That's what we sung when we sung it, you know, quietly to ourselves. Oh, and, okay. I thought that you know. this was like a, a school <laughs> talent show or something. Oh, no, no we, we did do it as a big performance, but we did Great Southern Land for that. Ah, but, I see. But then, but you know. There's always we, that we cheeky little um, behind the scenes um, bootleg yeah. version that goes on. Of course, yeah, yeah. yeah you what? know, you know what, kids—they love—they love a laugh. Mm. Anyway, um, so what I was so so that's um, the knocked out for sleep um, idea. Mm. Uh, I had another idea earlier. It was sort of what about this idea? I don't know if this is anything, Andy, but doesn't it feel like if there was a huge blast in the core of the Earth? Right or near the middle of the, of the Earth, right? I love I this already, think, by the way. Yeah, like something that was, you know, like it's, you know, it's it's got explosives, and it's and it's, you know, it's done tastefully, it's done properly, like you know, like like oh, demolition sure, real classy, kind of stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, but it's made so that the Earth splits into multiple pieces. Okay. Right. Yep. So, and then we just want these pieces to orbit each other. Like it could just be two, could yes. just be two, but we want them to orbit each other. And, um, you know, like kind of like one of those like jewel suns or whatever that do that kind binary of Binary star, yeah. Binary stars, yeah. Uh-huh. And, and so there'll be, you know, there'll be, I don't even know, would, would it disrupt us that much on sure, Earth here? Sure, sure. You know, on the surface, would it disrupt us that much? But then, oh, obviously, there'd be the weirdness of there'd probably be a change of the tides. <laughs> Maybe I think that's what yeah. you notice. Tides they'd, are weird, aren't they? Tides have changed because I am very alert that to whole, the tides. They'd have to redo that whole chart that they do. Yeah, but they've had it too good for um, too long. I reckon that's a real scam. And, that tide chart, absolutely. And it seems like you know. It, it brings me no joy, but I reckon there are some people that are almost sad that it is all done already. Mm, sure. You know, that they, they, that's probably their business, and you could probably do that for a thousand years ahead of time, and oh. that's probably all done. Yeah, so you come into the business, you come into the tide chart business as an eager yeah. young buck, really excited right. to uh, you make your mark, uh, your tide yeah. mark on the world. And right. and then you learn very early on the old hands that it tell you oh, there's no place for that kind of thing here. Well, yeah. and after stewing on it for a while, you decide to put a large, classy explosive, a real tasteful yeah. explosive at the centre of the earth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> tastefully done. Tastefully. Mm. Um, and 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 really. Uh, Show people, you know, you know, because I think it's very easy to uh, become obsessed with. You know, I feel like this is what Putin's done. He his per, his personal preoccupations right. have become the thing that defines hung up, for him we'll, what's we'll important. Get we'll get back and there. Uh, um, yeah, and. 
I think that you know you get you get caught up in this stuff. You think that what matters to you matters equally to everybody, and I think that's a very plausible justification for why you would you know as a as a tide printing guy think that everyone will get on board with this blowing up the earth Ooh. idea of course and i think you're right um and so uh so this is done and then not only do you get to redo the tides which is just almost a side benefit of it i mean i know for this guy it's the main benefit sure then, sure after a bit all that magma and stuff that's on the inside that'll cool mm. that'll cool, probably cool pretty fast mm. yeah right um and then it'll create a nice crust and it won't be super livable for a long time but um but then we get all this extra space that eventually we could develop you know i do love developments well, you, you know, know what's good about just, this is that no, all those new developments, none of them are going to be blocking anybody else's view. So that's good. I think we could get, you know, the people who don't want new apartment developments going up in their suburb, we could probably get yeah. them to support this idea. Um, and so well, we could move all those people who don't want that, don't want development in their suburb. Mm. We can all put them there. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's my plan. <laughs> um, but... Uh, also, yeah, uh, hang on. I may have forgotten what I was going to say. Oh, you were going to cool down those bits of land. Yes. And we'll all be orbiting around each other. So that's good. Um, no, look, you know, I had, I had, I had, I think I had a problem that I was going to point out with it, but it's gone. So I'm going to say it's probably fine. Uh, was it the fact that once the core is no longer spinning, that the the iron core is no longer spinning, then we won't have a magnetic field that protects us from the rays of the sun? Yeah, and also to be able to find where north is for navigating on our long ocean voyages. But the ocean will have drained but, away, so that's probably good Do you think too. it will have drained away? The ocean? Yeah. I reckon, I mean, you blow up the earth like that, I think that probably the edges of the earth well, the ocean will flow over the edge, sort yeah. of and away, I think, into space. Maybe you don't think it'll just go in the air for a bit? <laughs> uh, I, don't, I, I think if you split the earth in that, in, in that way, yeah. you know, without establishing good edges for the oceans, because that's one of the great things about the planet is that... Yeah. You know, and having a round planet like that is that there's nowhere for the water to go, but I think it would pour off the edge. I think that's exactly the yeah, problem. But, but where where would it pour to? Out into space. But well, no, it wouldn't. There's gonna it's be still gravity. There's, there's still g- gravity. There's gonna be gravity from the other lumps. Yeah. We'll just have a we'll have a little switcheroo, we'll have a little swappy. All right, Alastair, you convinced me. You know, one of the things about the Earth being a sphere is actually that's the sh- the shape, the three-dimensional shape that has the highest volume to surface area or lowest surface, surface area to volume ratio. So the, as a shape, the Earth being a ball like this is we are being, we have got the minimum amount of land possible, basically, the minimum exactly. amount of surface. 
So any Very other wasteful. shape, there would be more space. There would be more places for people to go. So if it was a big pyramid or if it was a, uh, you know, a, a, some sort of tetrahedron or something like that, mm. all of it, you know, even if it was a cube, that gives you more two space. Two half spheres. Mm. Yeah. Oh, you exactly. could reconnect them both, create like a figure eight. That'd be fun. That might each, actually happen. Each half. From some yeah. of the gloop in the middle joining together. Well, we could probably, we could probably, um, you know, encrust some of that salt from all the, mm. that encrusted on the edges there from all the, uh, the water that evaporated and touched the magma. Yeah. There'd be like a bit of salt. So maybe if we, maybe if we don't cut it all the way through the bot with the bomb and we just let it open up like a clam. This is another. Like this, is, this is one of those great ideas that's just like, it's look. We'll just see. We'll just work out what happens. I mean, we didn't know the co- what the consequences were going to be when we invented the internet, but we didn't let that stop exactly. us. Okay, exactly. It's a step. It's a leap. Sometimes you've got to try something. You know, Andy, this this will sound serious for a second, but. When you know people talk about we shouldn't be geoengineering anything because once we you know once we start that geoengineering like the weather and and mm. thing you know just things to stop climate change we will you know suddenly well basically the weather is now in our is then in our hands and we just have to always take care of it yeah that's that's going to be a big responsibility and there's no way back do they right? does that do they not consider the amount of carbon that we pump into the air some form of geoengineering. <laughs> I think, look, I think the people who think we shouldn't geoengineer the Earth probably also don't think that the carbon that we're putting into the atmosphere is a great idea. Um, I know, but I think I think what, what I'm saying is that we've already started geoengineering a, a long time ago, and so we need to start fixing it straight away, <laughs> possibly by using geoengineering. With more geoengineering. Yeah. And it's a great word, and I think... Uh, if we're all using it, that's that's already a positive. Exactly. So, um, all right. So there's. I look. I don't know if there was anything. Oh yeah, split the earth there. Um, we still need at least one more sketch, Andy, before mm, we uh, can sure move sure. to any other sections. Well, how about as this? you know, <laughs> tactical evening wear. No, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you bring so much joy into my life? <laughs> um, um, yeah. this, is, this is the guy from the tactical um, sleepwear company. Mm, yeah. This is a sketch about that guy who um, who is trying to, you know, obviously uh, repeat the success of the tactical sleepwear. Mm. And and it wasn't that big a success. Um, okay, but he's hoping that he could replicate it. You know that the that that the people those people who bought it because it was a joke to them. Yeah. Um. He's like, how can we get those people to buy a second thing or try to take it seriously? Alistair, I got to tell you, it means a lot to me that you just conceded that it that it was a joke. So that's Sorry? that's that's a big win for me. That that I what? You conceded that it was a joke. You know, given that yeah, I yeah, pitched yeah. as a funny idea, you've 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 uh, you've you've fucked up yeah, there, and uh, you handed me a big a big win. 
Andy, I like seeing you get W's. Thank you. I love Andy. If it was me, you would be made entirely out of W's. Mm. None of the uh, other W's, of course, le- down here in Australia. That's what we call a wallaby. That's, uh, that's what we call an M. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> it's bloody upside down. That's right. Yes. <laughs> um. Anyway. Oh, we forgot to promote our thing right at the top. That was the one thing we had to do. How did we forget that? Uh, it was so easy. We mentioned it moments before. Okay. So we still haven't done teleport because right after I did, we did the podcast last week, uh, my family got COVID, all except for me, all in the baby, um, who's no longer a baby. He's almost getting, you know, borderline two. Oh um, no, no, he's like 18 months, 19 months, something like that. Um, but uh, yeah, so then we had to delay teleport. That means, please, they're now on the 10th and 12th of March, just getting so close to Comedy Festival. We're in deep shit. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have time to still be thinking about this. Yeah, that is absolutely um, true. Yeah, and so um, we're going to film it on the 12th, and the ticket sales are not high because also any ticket sales that we did have from the other one we lost because everybody because all those gigs got cancelled so please come on the 10th and 12th of March if you desperately if you can't pay we will just just message us and we'll put a ticket aside right it's no problem at all we just would love for people to be there we may as well if we're going to do it yep that's right so um, yeah come along teleport. teleport It's our award-nominated show from the Comedy Festival That's last right. year. These are possibly, probably the last two performances that will ever occur. So uh, we would love for you to come to it, please. Yes. And thank you. And now back to the Australia-related <laughs> sketch ideas. Um, now, what about, we mentioned something when we were talking earlier today. Mm about how the name Santa went out of fashion mm. after everything that Santa Claus did. Mm. After Which, after the incident. But, you know, because that's often something that you hear after an atrocity. <laughs> yeah. Right? You know, you don't hear hear of many kids called Eddie Armin mm. <laughs> anymore. Well, this is this is this is what but we've learned that the same thing happens after an enormous generosity the opposite right. of an atrocity exactly and so it's not necessarily the what the atrocity is <laughs> do you think anyone during it's, an atrocity has ever said oh this is atrocious <laughs> oh <laughs> absolutely atrocious i am a ropeable this is uh, a rope of blossity. A rope la blossily. That's right. See her hungry eyes. Mm. Um, uh, great smothered man. Alistair, I'm uh, sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yes, but uh, you know, yeah, Santa has gone out of fashion as a name. So you know, and although you know, I was going to say, and this might apply equally broadly to positive things. Because I was going to say that, you know, and you don't hear a lot of people called Jesus these days, but you do in some countries. That is a popular name. 
You know, isn't it interesting though? But that in an, in the Western English speaking world, the yeah. uh, we call still call a lot of people after the disciples, not Judas so much, but the others, no. and obviously Judas, but, but not not Jesus. Yeah, but did they do that much? <laughs> what do you mean? Like the disciples, you say, I don't think they did enough. Well, yeah, I, it, I guess it, I guess that's what I'm saying. Oh yeah, yeah, great. Yeah, they're like also, even though they're in there, but the big guys, the big two, the two, big J's, the, big two. the two J's, Jesus and Judas, mm-hmm. double J. Um, do you think if J- Jesus and Judas had a baby, they would have had a person who was pretty average? That's how average people were made. Because, <laughs> because do you think like? Don't you think if we were all made in God's image, we'd all be pretty incredible? Yeah. But how could God cause all these mediocre people, all of us, to mm-hmm. be made? Mm-hmm. We've all, well, got, this, all a, got the same components that was as an, God. That's right. And that was an atrocity that occurred when Jesus made a baby with Judas. Um, and <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and That's how you... you know, uh, Oh, uh, mum's about to come in. Hang on, I've got to let mum into the house. Alistair, you keep talking. That's probably when God banned men and men having babies together. Do you think, Andy? No, I know, but I was saying, do do you think that that's when God... Yes, I do think that, Alistair. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was on the other side of the room. <laughs> oh, I realize that I can still hear you, but you're probably not yeah, talking to Yeah, you can still mind. hear me, but not the uh, yeah. not the not the good people at home. But Alistair, it's a, it's you know how God. this is the sleep episode of the podcast. Yeah. No, but I think you should write that down. I think that's a sketch idea. Right? I think as you know, maybe our next show will be biblical scholars um coming up with, Great. you know, uh, theoret- new theoretical teachings based on the contents of the Bible. But uh, I thought that uh, if you don't mind me changing the topic to another sleep-related idea, Great, I was thinking yeah. how, you know, there are, there are public toilets, right? Um, there are public kitchens, you know, in sort of barbecue areas, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But there's no public beds, is there? And I think no. a, a a sort of, you know, you're, you're going along in town, suddenly you're desperate for a nap, right? You go into one of those public bedrooms, right? And it is absolutely <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> They're all really vile, right? But like oh, you do like, when you go it's into... Just like- Eye boogers everywhere, mm. and uh, li- like puddles of drool from yeah. people. Yeah, <laughs> on the pillows, that kind of thing. But you get, you know, and there's a box of tissues next to the bed, and you get those tissues, and like you would with a uh, with you know laying toilet paper down on the seat of the toilet. You know, you you make a little, you lay some little tissues down yep. on the pillow before you put your head down, and yep. you you know in your little I don't know if there are cubicles or if it's more a dormitory style. It's probably style. just a, a, a paper tissue pillow cover. 
Yeah, well, that's that's that would be preferable, but it is not as um, it doesn't it doesn't doesn't fit my analogy quite as well. Sure, sure, sure. I think I was just I was just making it fit in the way that they in America they would sometimes give people those those toilet seat shaped. Every time I've seen papers. those, I've really wanted those. I would. I wish yeah. we had that here, right? Yeah, because. It really is gross. I mean, what I would really want, Andy, is for you to have inner peace and not think that you're going to get diseases from toilet seats. (laughs) Well, I mean, it doesn't stop me. It doesn't stop me from using them. It doesn't stop me from using public toilets. I still do all the time. I'm not one of those people who doesn't use them, but I just feel sad about it, right? And then I forget about it. It's fine until it happens again. What I've discovered makes me much more unhappy is now that I have three small kids taking them to the toilet. When it's just you and three small kids and you're like, you take them into the toilet and you're like, don't touch anything. And and then you realise so quickly how much kids just touch everything. Yeah. You don't think of them as touching stuff that much like an unusual amount when you're in your everyday life yeah. until you go into an absolutely vile public toilet. You're like, oh, you're just constantly just rubbing your hands on things, aren't you? You little Everything freaks. Touching, uh, and op- opening the door. Yeah. but like Closing the door know, even. Oh, you're putting your hand in the bin, are you? Great. Yeah. You- yeah. <laughs> Inside, under the toilet seat. <laughs> yeah. Oh, up in there, up in the, up in under the rim. No, okay. Oh, under the rim. Didn't even know you could go in there. Actually, you know what? In terms of places in the toilet, under the rim, probably one of the cleanest. What you was know? the sleep-based thing? Oh, the, the that's right, public beds. Public oh yeah, beds. Um. Well, Andy, that takes us to three words from a listener. Mm. Now, Andy, some some people have signed up to our Patreon recently. <gasps> Um, and it's been so lovely. Um, but, That's a special um, blessing. Thank you. Well, it's been, an, uh, you know, and people have been going for the big one, you know, because, you know, there's the $3 one and the $8 one, right? But mm. people have been going uh, for the big for the big one. Swinging uh, there's, for the... There's there's Matt and there's, uh, you know, Luke. Luke also did it, you know, and then some other people shared some some words, you know, um and and but but not all those people who signed up have shared words with us okay. either sent us words on patreon so but also we're in need of more three words look if you've sent me three words i don't have many more <laughs> all right if you gave them to me and i they're gone man they're gone it's it's all fallen apart and i'm sorry all right the whole system is crumbled is it time for a new system well, now my new system is I'm just going to read out the most recent one that someone sent me. <laughs> Not always, but that's just because I don't have very many right now. And so I got one that was sent to me earlier today from wow. Andrew Smyrniotis. Andrew Smyrniotis. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hope I'm saying that correctly. I don't know what we've done to deserve you, Andrew Smyrniotis. Thank Andrew you. Smyrniotis, thank you for these 
magnificent three words that Andy will now have to guess. Ah, okay. First Andy, word. Would you like to guess the first word? Yeah, yeah. The first word is estrogen. Estrogen? Estrogen. Is that what you said? Estrogen. That's absolutely incorrect. Damn. The first word is precious. Okay. It's got some of the same letters. <laughs> No, and you're right. A little you know bit of what? the same it's, mouth it's feel, so I feel like I'm on the right track. Precious estrogen, yeah. There's the, there's like the e's and the s's, yeah, and the r, and the r's and the c. So okay, uh, next word is probably recirculating. Oh no, Andy! No, 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 no! It is atomic. Okay. Precious atomic. Um, youth. Youth? No, yeah. but you were getting close. This feels like it's youthful in the pasta word world. <laughs> this one is carbonara. <laughs> Forever young carbonara. Uh, that is a genuinely. Um, you've 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 selected. Beautifully from the um, from the random uh, pool oh, of absolutely. words. Oh, absolutely! But These... it's just been so lovely that somebody really went through the dictionary. You know, not just staying in the A's. You know, they actually then flipped on. You know, probably what like a I would say what like seven percent of the way through, and then and then surprised themselves by then going probably another. 30% through, maybe 40% through mm. to f- find the P's. Precious. P-R. <laughs> precious atomic carbonara. Yeah. I mean, there was that period of time that Alan and I are very fond of when they just added radioactive material to everything on the basis that, sure. well, this has got a lot of energy. And it must and be it good for you. it makes things glow. <laughs> and that must be good for you. That must That's got to be good. It must have health effects. Well, I guess if it makes you radiate and you think of radiation, uh, radiating as being a positive sim- mm. s- sign mm. of health. Um, Positively radiant, people would say. Yeah. You look radiant today. And, well, and well, you know, what is... Well, what is also a carbonara? It's something that you're supposed to not make with cream. Really? Right? The same. I think so. I think the classic carbonara has like just egg and pancetta or whatever. Okay. Well, I'm learning. Um, yeah. And you're also not supposed to make, were you about to go on and say you're also not supposed to make like atomic things with cream? Is that, was that Exactly. <laughs> Nothing like, uh, especially like, yeah, very, and that's what makes them, you know, because I guess if you did make them with cream, it would put them within the realms of much more achievability Do you think uh, for most people. That this would be a good personality trait for me to develop, which is that maybe I'll become, this could be my new thing, right? I'm going to become a guy who every time somebody says the word atomic in the sense of like an atomic bomb or atomic power yeah. or something like that. I'm going to say, well, technically everything is atomic. I think that's good. Yeah. yeah? So like atomic well, bomb. Actually, every bomb is atomic because all bombs are made from atoms. I think that's really yeah. good. Yeah. Cool. Because um, 
And is is an atomic bomb? Is what what's happening really that the atom is splitting? Is that what's happening? I think that is the case. Yeah. Okay. Oh, sorry, I, I dropped out a character there for a second. It's gonna, it's going to take no. a while until I get it. No, every bomb <laughs> is atomic. So they all have di- um, they do it in different ways. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think this. Ca- I think this character is going to be really sexy. I think he's going to get yeah, a so- lot of action. What about how does he feel about electron microscopes? Actually, technically, every every microscope contains electrons. So, and does it does it move on to anything else like a kitchen blender? <laughs> no, actually, every blender is from in the kitchen. <laughs> actually, every every blender. I mean, the the flip side of of it is that, that you can. You can then add the word atomic to anything that you want. So you could talk about, I'm going to use my atomic blender now. Um, I think yeah, this, this could be my, yeah. really exciting. I'm going to go to the atomic toilet. Yeah, that's cool. And that would, I think that even just hearing that would accelerate the space age. Yeah. You know, the age in which we all go up and live in space. I think people would feel more confidence mm, with leaving the also, earth knowing that everything was atomic. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it. you know, I think, you know, a lot of people sitting around being like, when is the future going to get here, right? Well, the future can get here tomorrow if we just start putting the word atomic in front of things. We're mm. going to all feel a lot more futuristic. What about nuclear? Sure, sure. Well, I, I mean, you know. Or do you think that's that's so pa- that the nuclear age is past? Well, actually, that word is a little bit scary. I feel like atomic still yeah. is a bit um, more generic. Doesn't yeah. have quite the same negative associations, and it's just. I am going to go and visit my atomic grandma. Yep, sure. And kiss her on um, her atomic lips. <laughs> <laughs> Touch, touch my tongue to her atomic tongue. Mm, that's right. Um, I don't know if the listeners can tell, but halfway through this podcast, I put a hat on. I See could you, tell. I wonder if you can hear the difference. So, Andy, is the atomic thing going to be our idea? The the guy. Uh, I mean, look, that guy who uses atomic for everything. Yeah. Um. Yes, that is our sketch idea, yeah. Alastair. That is it. Could this Andrew guy Smirniotis, be in any way? You're absolutely welcome. Um, I mean, the fact that everybody, you know, it could be that people don't, you know, they make fun of him, probably. Oh, no, I think what it is, is that he, it does make him genuinely very sexy. He, yeah, people find, but- like, every time, somebody will overhear a beautiful... Um, a beautiful person from the other side mm. of the room will overhear him correcting somebody on yeah. the use of the word atomic and you just see them like melt and they like they have to be close to this person and then you know maybe the rest of their personality is not that good but like yeah. whenever whenever they correct somebody with the atomic thing it gives them this this them a bit of a thrill and you know they'd they'd almost be begging them to do it, do it again. 
say yeah. atomic and then but then i think the fact that it does kind of uh, you know push us into a you oh, know a greater age of trusting well. science and, mm. and uh going up into space and then leaving our home behind mm. and i mean he could be maybe he's been corrupted by sort of you know by some company that you know is, is trying to like not corrupted willing uh like knowingly he's just been um exploited co-opted yeah co-opted sure 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 you you using the way that he uh his appeal on people because everybody thinks it's incredible yeah you're right everything is atomic <laughs> like that it is an atomic toilet like that uh yeah and i the, love i love this catching on and being really embraced I, um, like i'm that. sorry that and i keep going very, back to the sexiness angle very beautiful people yeah you know latch on to them but i think like you know s- somebody wanting him to do that in bed to refer to everything as their the atomic this and the atomic that in a in a sexual context because they also find that very thrilling uh the, the atomic this and the atomic that yeah 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 absolutely um and then these other people, I guess, use him to lure people off the earth and then makes them, they all have to, you know, work on this sort of near dead island and try and, um, what's that word for when you turn a planet and make it livable? Terraform. Terraform it. They have to terraform it. Yeah, but because they're using the word atomic, everybody's really, really into it. Yeah. They're like, yes, we're going <laughs> to make this planet atomic. Well, we've moved to an atomic planet. But then the yeah. the guy who came up with it originally would would feel that had that had been corrupted because he'd be like, "Well, yeah, mm. every planet's atomic." But yeah, yeah, and then then he has to figure out a a new word once he maybe he's he becomes aware of mm. the scam that other people are running. You know, at some point, everybody's still you know in this euphoria of atomic, and they're. Mm. Just essentially moving rocks around or trying to break big blocks of um, like ice carbon di- dioxide so that they can uh, shoot it off the planet, you know, so mm. to try and know. And, uh, and he just notices that actually, while everybody's smiling, they're all physically struggling a little bit <laughs> from having worked like this for a long time. And that the, a lot of In the, the injuries atmosphere are of Mars. Up. Yeah. And, uh, and then, of course, you know, he starts to look into it a little bit more and he looks at maybe some of the documents that he'd signed and things like that. And he notices that it all just says quite bad things, um, you know, and th- that their plans, you know, are, are not good. And so then he starts, uh, you know, looking for new words. and and um, But none of them are quite he, the same, are they? Not quite the same, but he, he lands on something like, cosmic or cosmos physical Mm. space physical he's and then he tries to like bring it back um tries to make it happen again but they're like why are you saying that other word and then he fails but now i think philip dick would have loved the shit out of this idea yeah 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 anyway and uh, then he's sad, and then they're all, they just get stuck, and it's about capitalism in some yeah, way. Yeah, it's about capitalism. About yeah. how everything new and exciting is um, co-opted and exploited and cheapened, yeah. ultimately. I think I was, my downfall was trying to 
Google a thesaurus for the word atomic and not coming across any good words while I was trying to tell this story. <laughs> it's a good story. Yeah. You did great. Uh, well, Andy and uh, Andrew Smyrniotis. Smyrniotis, can you please tell us how to pronounce your last name? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm really happy with everything, with the current situation. How, what could it be? Smyrniotis. Smyrniotis? Smyrniotis. Could Maybe be. I'm reading it backwards. Cytoinrims. Cytoinrims. Alistair. Okay, let's go through the sketch ideas. Okay. We got, we got the analog species audio files. <laughs> they stick a needle in earth and listen. You know, that's a weird one, but you know, so. And then we got tactical sleepwear. You know, we got the armor on it. We got the catapult on there that throws you back. Then we got the tide chart. Young buck splits <laughs> splits earth. So there's something new for him to do because all the tide charts have already been done. This is, I mean, uh, I love, I love, I love this. This is my favorite bit of the podcast. Is it that yeah. I've already forgotten all these ideas and they really hit me anew and I enjoy, I enjoy it. And then we got the uh, the knockout for sleep to wake up seconds later. That can be done with an MMA fighter bride or something, or sure. or maybe just a you know somebody that you get in. You know, like you know, rich people who like are like, I never wash my own hair. It's crazy, like that. You know, it's crazy that I've I had to wash my own hair when I was in, uh, Wait, you know, in lockdown or whatever. Rich people say kind of this. Yeah, rich when, people when, don't uh, wash their own year, hair. Last year when. Um, I think it was when, not this time, but who was that top tennis guy that got deported this year? Novak. Novak. It was either his, it was either his or Tomic's wife, um, or or girlfriend at the time, was stuck in hotel quarantine, and you know before the the tennis opened last year when you know we weren't our borders weren't open, mm. and. Um, and she's like, oh, it's crazy. I've had to wash my own hair. Yeah, I found the same thing. I, I was like, I can't believe I have to scrape my own ball bag. Did you find that? In yeah. <laughs> yeah, get all of that. Um, that tar. Sort of tar, tar. Did you say tar as well? Yeah. Oh, my God. We both did it at the same time. I think the record I will would... show that I said it a bit before you. Well, I want you to know that I was thinking wax, and I was no, trying to no, think. No, no, no. I was trying to think gunk, and then I said tar at exact same time that I heard you say tar, but only after I'd started saying it. Okay. Anyway, fucking hell. All right. Uh, then we got average people were made when Jesus and Judas had a baby, which is why God put an end to mm, uh, that kind of thing. That kind of thing. So, well, ba- babies being made by. Two men. And don't write in to tell us that this doesn't just work in, case, in the chronology of the Bible. Babies being made by two women. Mm. And then we got public beds. Mm. Gross. That are gross. Yep. And then we've got guy who uses atomic for everything. <laughs> you go into uh, one of the bed cubicles and there's like somebody in the next bed cubicle over like 
snoring really loudly and stuff. Yeah. There's somebody's like pajama bottoms just scrunched down the bottom of underneath the dooner. <laughs> They're just left there. Oh, they lost them. That is so fucked. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually I, that's actually the worst thing I could imagine. That's so much worse than somebody having pissed the bed. Oh, Andy, you got weird body stuff. I think I think it's actually funny. Yeah, there there would be public pajamas yeah, that would come with these things. Really that you good. Could put those on. <laughs> um, all right, let's wrap this up. All right, remember you Boot, can buy tickets to teleport. Boot. Remember, you can buy tickets to teleport. My goodness, you Alistair, should. <laughs> did you did you write down tactical sleepwear after all that? Was that even on the list? Tactical sleepwear. Yeah, I went through it. Okay, great. I wasn't listening to that bit. I was tactically sleeping. Uh, thank you so much for listening to Tui and Think Tank. We really do appreciate that you did that thing to it yeah. and us and of. And um, we we would like you to follow us on Twitter. I'm at Stupid Old Andy. He's at Alistair TV. We are at Tui and Tank. You can listen to the pop test. There's a re- The most recent episode has Matt Stewart on it, friend of the show, Fots. Oh, Matty Stewart. It's a very funny episode, and I might be recording an episode of... Do go on next week um, as a tie-in episode, a special tie-in episode if I can get myself together. So it's going to be very tied in. Mm-hmm. Positively yeah. entangled, Ti- maybe even tired in. Mm, that's, that was what that this is one, definitely the sleep true. episode. Um, thank you very much. Take care. Hope your lives are good. Don't forget, Comedy Festival also has shows, but don't oh you know gosh. whatever. And Sorry about we everything. we love like. Love you. you. Bye. Toodles. See ya. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.